Welcome to the March 2023 update of Project Passive. My name's Mitchell Kuchonda. If you prefer to read as opposed to listen to this, feel free to head to my website at kdmhealth.com or you can go to mitchellkuchonda.com. They both take you to the same place. There you can click on the Project Passive link and read the diary in its entirety in your own time. I also house all links I refer to on this podcast on that website as well. Furthermore, absolutely none of what I'm referring to or have ever referred to is financial advice. It's far from it. Things like hindsight bias, home country bias, anchoring, confirmation bias, recency bias, loss aversion, etc. can all creep in at times. Few human beings are immune to these biases. I'm simply sharing my thoughts and actions to keep myself accountable in real time on this journey. Let's get into the March update. The quote for this month is an absolute cracker, but I think every single month's quote is a cracker. That's why I put them in there. And it's from Naval Ravikant. Business is the activity you engage in to monetize your specific knowledge. It is not something to be studied and pursued in and of itself. Tuesday, the 7th of March, the Reserve Bank of Australia again hiked interest rates 0.25% for the 10th month in a row. The cash rate at the time that I wrote this is 3.6%. Sunday, the 12th of March, a bank in the US called Silicon Valley Bank has come undone, as have a few others. Specifically, Silicon Valley Bank is a large bank that holds deposits for a huge number of startup companies. Turns out the depositors have lost access to their money via a run on the bank. You can listen to this episode of the All In podcast to get the details, and there's a link uh, on the website. Fortunately, this happened on a Friday, so Silicon Valley Bank stock prices got hammered but it leaves a weekend to source a solution. If a solution isn't found, don't be surprised to see a run on other regional banks. But what does this mean for me? Not much in the scheme of things. I can't control or influence any of it, so while I'm aware of this and other US banks under stress, I'll accept it's all part and parcel of business, life, and investing. Wednesday, the 15th of March. Financial author Morgan Housel has started his own podcast. I'm a fan of his fantastic book, The Psychology of Money, and his blog on the Collaborative Fund website. The single biggest lesson I've got from his content is human behavior does not change. It never has, and it never will. To be fair, Charlie Munger has also helped uh, have a similar impact on me in terms of show me the incentives and I'll show the behavior. I feel knowing this is a huge advantage in life from the most simple situations to more complex ones, and I highly recommend Morgan's podcast called the Morgan Housel podcast. Wednesday, the 22nd of March. A friend of mine, the Sigman, sent me a tweet um, from David Senra of the Founders podcast. David recently spent three hours with investor Charlie Munger, and here's the meat and potatoes of of his experience with Charlie. At 99 years old, he's still ferociously intelligent. The most important lesson I learned from Charlie that night was go for great. In typical Charlie fashion, it is a combination of four simple ideas. The first being, Charlie looks at everything through the lens of history. Human nature does not change. The same behaviours repeat forever. Number two, problems from time to time should be expected. This is an inescapable part of life. Point three, wise people do not whine about problems. They prevent them. Wisdom is prevention, is a quote that Charlie said before. And point four, Great businesses are rare. Great people are rare too. Great people and great businesses produce fewer problems. Your mission in life is to get into a great business and stay there. 
and build relationships with great people. Doing that will prevent the majority of problems that are under your control. So in essence, go for great. I absolutely love this tweet and I think there's so much wisdom in it, hence me putting in this podcast. But the first couple of points um, I really want to focus on, and I've already mentioned it earlier, but Chai looks at everything through the lens of history. Human nature does not change. The same behaviors repeat forever. And I can state that is categorically true or has been categorically accurate in my lifetime at least. And the second one is problems from time to time should be expected. This is inescapable part of life. And I had an interesting situation. I see this all the time and I just find it amusing that people go through life thinking problems won't happen. And when inevitable problems pop up, which they do every single day of our lives, the amount of people that blow up to them. And I used to be like that too. And I'm not saying I'm a saint now at all because um, I'm sure I'm certainly partial to the odd blow up. However, I really make an effort not to let the small things worry me in life. Um, so there's so much wisdom in that tweet. Thursday, the 23rd of March. Sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words. In this case, it's four graphs. Go to the link and check them out. It's time well spent. And this is, you got to go to my website to get these graphs. And they're four all-time best charts every advisor and investor should look at. And they are fantastic. Friday, the 24th of March. The Fed in the US raised interest rates another 0.25% overnight. There's a lot of noise, as there always is, around financial markets in terms of interest rates, inflation, bank runs, US commercial property vacancies and the like. You've got to be careful how much you focus, how much focus you give it, because the reality is we individually cannot control it. Plus, I question how much and how accurate the information we get is outside of the factual things like interest rate movements. Wall Street and investment houses are incentivized to separate me from my money by continually producing fear-based news of impending doom, crashes, and crisis. We know with 100% certainty problems from time to time should be expected. This is an inescapable part of life. Charlie Munger just reminded us of minutes ago. Monday, the 27th of March. The Fed balance sheet chart in my documents... Oh, okay... So it's funny, I haven't updated this properly yet. So there's a fantastic Fed balance sheet chart that I found Monday the 27th of February, which is very recent, um, that shows two-thirds of the quantitative tightening from last year, so the Fed taking money out of the market, has been reversed in just two weeks. That's um, thanks to the quantitative tightening for the banking system in the US in relation to Silicon Valley Bank and other regional banks. I'm probably going to sound like a Morgan Housel fanboy right now, but his latest article titled All Together Now is so good, I cannot recommend it high enough, and I strongly suggest going to read it. Wednesday, the 29th of March. The Australian inflation rate dropped six to 6.8% last month. So the rate of inflation has dropped. However, inflation itself seems fairly baked into the economy at this stage, but time will tell. 30th Tuesday, uh, sorry, Thursday, the 30th of March. VAS, which is a Vanguard Australian share fund of the top 300 companies listed companies in Australia, announced its distributions for the March quarter. It's way down from the corresponding quarter last year, but as I've mentioned in prior updates, it's to be expected as the distributions for the 2022 calendar year were an anomaly. Friday, the 31st of March. There's a lot to update today. Firstly, Michael Burry from the big short, tweeted, I was wrong. 
A couple of months ago, he tweeted, sell. Now, two months later, he's tweeted, I was wrong. It's fantastic he kept himself accountable. This is rare air, though. Most people love making predictions, especially about markets and asset prices. I was no different years ago. For years after the global financial crisis from 2007 to 2009, I was convinced GFC 2.0 was around the corner. In my mind, property and shares were due to crash to unprecedented levels. The opportunity cost of those years is something I can never get back. It was a fantastic lesson for me on two accounts. Firstly, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to predictions. And point two, be incredibly careful who you listen to. If you take time to track the accuracy and predictions of pe- that people share, as I've done over the past decade, you'll learn it's largely a mugs game. Next, the ANZ Bank announced some of their branches will no longer assist customers with in-bank, in-bank cash deposits and withdrawals. Staff instead will direct and assist customers with ATM deposits and withdrawals. This push to a cashless society is terrible. Nearly everything convenient in life feels good now, but has huge costs down the line. Tap and go and using credit and debit cards or things like Apple Pay on our phones are wonderfully convenient. There's no arguments from me, but minimizing and limiting the availability of cash is a huge problem. The less control and access we have over our key resources, money being one of them, the more dependent on government and institutions we become, period. And there is absolutely nothing good about this whatsoever. Next, this week was a peak week in in dividend payments uh, for listed companies in Australia with close to $19 billion going to shareholders, while another $9 billion is coming their way in the next few weeks. March was a pretty solid month for the market. Finally, being the end of the quarter, it's spreadsheet time for those playing along. So I hope you enjoy this month's update. I look forward to sharing April's happenings with you. Thanks for listening.